Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today I'm talking to my friend and my sailing teacher, Patrick, about his hobby of sailing. And Patrick, you've basically been sailing for your whole life, right? Yes, grew up uh, in Geneva. And my father being a, a sailor, he had uh, he has a boat on, on the lake. So I started quite young. Um, first on the, the little optimists, the little square bathtubs uh, where you see the kids uh, going around in the summer. And, and then quite quickly on, on the keelboat. So skipping the, the middle, usually where you, you evolve from the, the small optimists to... Um, to, to the small boats, um, and not uh, not the keel boats. So I went directly out to to sailing and uh, um, and still doing it. So um, and did you find that you were? Did you feel like you were forced into it at any point, or was it something that you always loved, even from a very young age? Something I always loved. Um, other sports, my parents tried to to push me a little bit into it, and this one I really didn't need any any push or. Or anything to enjoy it. Uh, the season is quite short. It's roughly from from May to to September. Um, so a good thing for the for the summer. Of course, there's the the summer holidays when you're a a student um, in high school or so. And uh, yeah, definitely something I've enjoyed doing all my life. And now managed to to take a different turn. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about it now or a little bit later. Yeah, I think we'll come to it a little bit later. But um, I think you told me once that the boat that you still have in Geneva is the same boat that you that your parents had when you were little. Is that yeah? Right? We we got it in nineteen eighty, and I was seven years old at the time. So you can figure out how old I am. And thirty uh, something years later, it's uh, it's still going, and. And a easy boat, um, sturdy, not too much maintenance. Uh, we've left it uh, on the lake every year. Um, okay, once every three years or so, take it out of the water to, to dry it properly and, and repaint uh, the bottom. Um, but yes, she's uh, an old lady. So it's almost like probably a second home for you, almost. To, it to be on this has boat been so a second much. home a, a few times. And um, not on the long term, but uh, just to escape a little bit, uh, either the parents or or in between apartments. Okay, so you've actually kind of lived on the boat just for a week or or something like this. At yeah, the time. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, and so when you were younger, then I mean, you have to pass a test uh, to get your license. And at what age can you do that, or at what age did you do that? Uh, the sailing part, I think you need to be fourteen. If I'm not mistaken, so uh, a young teenager can can already start uh, learning for it. There's a, a theoretical tests just to know the the rules of the way, and and then a practical test, which is not too difficult as as long as you know how to to handle your boat. And obviously, in Switzerland, it's a landlocked country. There's no sea, but as you said, we we live right near the lake. 
And so, I mean, Lake Geneva is the largest lake in Western Europe, I guess, so it must afford lots of opportunity to, to sail. It is a big lake. It's a quite difficult lake in terms of sailing because it's surrounded by all kinds of mountains, different mountain ranges. Um, just here in, in the Geneva area, we have those, those two mountains uh, left and right, the Jura and the Salève, and, and they will generate their, their different winds. But then you go a little bit further uh, where, the, uh, where the water gets a little bit uh, wider, and above Lausanne, you have, okay, still a little bit of the Jura, but right across it, you have the French Alps, which uh, is a completely different uh, type of, of wind or generates different winds. And, and that's the, the special thing about uh, Lake Geneva and, and the Swiss sailors, because the winds are so shifty, you become pretty good at reading the, the wind and, and making the, the adjustments uh, to get going, so yeah, quite a good, quite a few good sailors uh, came from Lake Geneva. Okay, so it's a good preparation for what what you might see uh, in the ocean, I guess. Exactly. In that yeah. way. And so sometimes you do races from one end of the lake to the other, right? And so I guess you have changing conditions as you're going on the same day. During the the summer, there there's a race every or several every weekend, depending on, on where you live or where your boat is. And there's one big, big uh, uh, regatta starting in Geneva. There's only one mark at the other end of the lake in Le Bouvray and, and then back. So traditionally, there are about 500 boats who take part. And average time is somewhere in uh, 24 hours. So you start on a Saturday morning and you come back on Sunday morning or, or during the night if uh, there's a lot of wind. Okay. And you used to work in IT, I think uh, you told me once, right? Uh, as an IT engineer, yeah. And then you used to take your holidays from your work, you would go and sail boats for people. Correct, yeah. And that was six years ago now. Um a random email uh, saying that an organization was looking for skippers and I had some time off, some summer vacation. It wasn't really a paid job per se, but at least uh, a free vacation. So did quite a few few weeks that was in Croatia and, and at the end of these weeks uh, that's when it clicked in my head and decided to quit my job and continue sailing. Right, and so what you did then was you started this, or your own uh, service teaching sailing uh, in Geneva. So was that, did you get that idea at that time, or that came later? It was about at that time as well. Uh, they weren't related, um, but I did notice that uh, a lot of English-speaking expats in Geneva were staring at the lake and, and saying, I would like to go out there and, and have fun, enjoy some, some sailing. But they didn't have any experience or or the the local certification to rent a, a boat without a skipper. And and that's where I thought, well, there's a niche to to do something. So I was still working at the time and would offer uh, just outings at the beginning, after work in the evening between six and eight in the summer, and slowly. A few, a few people um, 
contacted me, wanted to come, and and they all said, well, how can we advance? How can we learn? So okay, there's definitely something to do here. So I put together a little um, series of of pages to to teach the basics, and we do introductory classes um, in the evenings during the week and uh, in the afternoons and evenings on the weekend. And slowly it became, uh, through the, the different summers, uh, almost a way to, to make a living, at least for these months. No, it was great because I went out with you many times and it was, you know, on the one hand it was a, a lesson and we were learning things about, about how to sail, but on the other hand you're just out on the lake, if it's sunny, if it's warm, you know, it's a great time to be out there as well. So it was almost like half lesson and, and half paying for an outing uh, as well. So I think everybody who I went with, uh, they all really enjoyed it. I think they they did had a well. You were one of the returning uh, students, but all the others either they didn't return because they left Geneva, and that happens quite a bit, or well, once you progress, you you go on to the next thing, and the next thing is either finding friends with uh, with boats here on the lake and and going for outings, regattas and and so on, or. Uh, go out to sea uh, in the Mediterranean, also for for vacation, rent out a, a boat, a charter, and and learn some more. Or people have realized that it's not their thing, and uh, they just give it up. Oh, well, that's a shame for them because uh, I guess they're missing out on a lot. But thank you very much. Thanks for listening to English in Ten Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.